You tease. Neener, neener, boo, boo. You babble more than I do. Oh, wrong tease. Uh, I was like, like, subscribe, or follow. This is Truly News, please. And have your friends and family do that. On with the show. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Greg and Stacy Terry were on a routine visit to their local McDonald's in Tennessee. They ordered breakfast and were handed their purchase. Upon opening the bag, they discovered their order was wrong. Something that happens every now and again. Depends what McDonald's you go to. The one in... Sometimes it's more than others. In Tennessee. Stacy said... That my hus- one. My husband opened the bag and said, you're not going to believe this. Turns out they were given a bag full of money. Why do I never get that? Uh, right? It was the restaurant's deposit, to be specific. Greg and well, Stacy returned the cash because they're good people. I have several bizarre questions. Why is it in a McDonald's bag near the drive-thru? <laughs> that was... You know, how did how does this mix up occur? Nobody looked in the bag. You know, I would think that the person handing it out would go, okay, everything's there. This is also right? very confusing. So the owner of the restaurant said, We're grateful to this customer and the action they took upon realizing our error. We're looking into why this mistake happened. But what is most important to us is knowing that we are part of a community with the values that were evidenced. By this person's actions. Which persons? The ones who gave it back or the think, ones who are dumb enough to put it where they could <laughs> hand it out the window? <laughs> Greg and Stacy, I'm assuming. Oh. Never mind him. Huh? Over to you. Oh, crap. I have, I have to have a story now? From the Princeton News Desk. Desk. Dex? <laughs> could you ask me first? I could. Out, of, I, out of control animals appear to be wreaking havoc about the globe. In Japan, the marauding monkeys. In Hawaii, the feral chickens. <laughs> and in Australia, that was a good story. I really liked that. One. In Australia, we now have the animal menace, known as known as garbage or trash, depending on the side of the island you're on. No, parrots, trash parrots, garbage parrots. Apparently, the residents of the Sydney suburbs are trying to deal with flocks of sulfur-crested cockatoos. We all know the sulfur-crested ones can be just a little, you know. Toity. Yeah, it's true. And occasionally toity. Uh, sometimes a touch toity. I mean, they can. We know this. So the trash parrots like to plunder residents' trash cans, stealing their garbage bags and creating what is popularly referred to in, in Sydney, Australia as a mess. Boy, and how. The conflict between the Sydney side, Sydney siders? Sydney-siders? Residents Sydney-its? of Sydney. The conflict between Sydneyites <laughs> and the don't and the trash parrot has lasted so long because they're stuck in an escalating arms race, which is odd because I didn't know that parrots actually <laughs> had arms. Yeah. Mm. The residents are resorting to increasingly heavy duty methods to keep the birds from rummaging through their garbage. No avail so far. No matter what they do, the cockatoos seem to learn quite quickly how to get past the latest obstacle. For example... Scientists have now been drawn. No, for quite some time. Sorry, uh, scientists have now been drawn to observe this conflict because they're trying to find a way to help the people. Well, no, not really. They want to. They want to find how the bird is able to solve these weird problems so fast. They're smart. <laughs> See, 
They went to Cathedral, and we shipped them to Australia. Oh, boy. The cockatoos have been plaguing Sydney residents for years. In the beginning, it was fairly simple. You just shut your trash can lid. Yep. Yeah, well, if you thought that would keep any self-respecting parrot out of there, boy. I mean, cockatoo. What's the difference between a parrot and a cockatoo? I have no idea. The cockatoos are different than the parrot. And that's my expert opinion. <sighs> 2018 stories began to surface about the parrots having figured out how to open the trash cans. I think they're lifting weights. They would they would pry the lid back and dive into the trash in search of food. Or I don't know what would parrots be interested in my garbage. <clears throat> For the locals, this was a whole new nuisance. Hmm. Wow. Barbara Klumpf, a postdoctoral research fellow at the Max Planck Institute. Is that a made-up name? No, Max Planck? Yeah. No, no, no. It's real. Of what? He's a scientist. Was, is, should be. Dead. Okay, Dead Guy Institute of Animal <laughs> Behavior in Rodelsvel, Germany. Well pronounced. <laughs> we observed that the birds do not open the garbage bins in the same way, but rather use different opening techniques in different suburbs. I think we talked about this way back when. We may have, but I recall it being a very short-term problem. This seems to be ongoing. Well, since this was 2018 and it was just the early days. Yeah. Um, where was I now? Oh, that brought up the following question. Were the birds genetically disposed to open garbage bins a certain way? <laughs> because scientists, of course, here's the problem. And by, you know, Tuesday, they're off somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or were they, were they learning the behavior mm-hmm. from somewhere else? Or was it a genetic disposition? Mm-hmm. I'm not a scientist, and I have a pretty good idea. I think they're learning it. After recording 338 reports from 44 Sydney suburbs, the researchers had no doubt the results. The birds were watching their comrades' attempts mm-hmm. to open the bins, and if they didn't work, they would change them. Yes. Sly rascals. Now they're going to work on on um, those um, thermoses that keep yep. hot things hot and cold things cold. They're trying to figure out how the thermos knows. How do they do that? Yeah, it's exactly it. Is there a switch? I can't wait. Although the discovery might have might have been scientifically significant, did not help the Sydney residents. The birds were still spreading garbage. Right? Everywhere. It's like politicians out on the street rolling freely. So that should never be allowed. Right? No, in Congress where they can't the kindest thing you can do for them is to load them up and put them somewhere where they can't hurt others or themselves or me specifically. I'm thinking Rhode Island, all of it since well, yeah, put all of them there and they can do whatever they, they can ruin that all they want. Sorry. If you live in Rhode Island, I would suggest moving since 2018 people have tried new or if you like Rhode Island, you stay there (laughs) since 2018, people have tried numerous countermeasures to detour the thieving parrots. The first was simple enough, putting bricks on top of the trash can. Yeah. But the cockatoo, well, come on. They figured out how to open the trash bin. Yep. Didn't take them long to push the brick off and then open the trash bin. Right. So then they started jamming the lids by stuffing old shoes and sticks into the hinges. That worked for a while. Next, some residents began to leave fake rubber snakes near the bins. Ooh. That method has proven most effective due to the Paris natural fear of snakes. But when it doesn't move at all. Yeah, apparently some of them have been brave enough to figure out the snakes aren't the real deal. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. 
Consequently, some fed up locals have tried something different. They have started their locking their trash bins with heavy duty locks. Yep, the locks you would find up here in Minnesota or in Canada, eh? <clears throat> to keep bears away from trash. Ah, because smart as the parrots are, they cannot open those locks. There is a downside. It takes longer to collect the trash. Well, yeah, the trash collectors <laughs> have a hard time emptying those bins. <laughs> you kind of have to be there to unlock them. <laughs> to the scientist's delight, the battle between man and parrot rages on. To the man and parrot, it's not as delightful. Exactly. I'm suspecting glee would not be a word used. I'm rooting. I don't know who I'm rooting. I'm rooting for. Do I root for the parrots? Do, the, do I root for the Sydneytonians? Sydneytonians. Sydneyites? Can I just go do my next story? I have no idea. Can you? A woman from Jackson, Georgia, was a bit surprised when she discovered 500. Hey, hey, hey. What? What? Yeah, what? you can. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. She uh, discovered $543 in her KFC chicken sandwich. I just, we you know what? I just go to the wrong dang restaurant thingy deals with food stuff. She picked up her lunch and took it back to the office to eat. And that's when she discovered a stack of cash under her sandwich. <laughs> she said, I started counting it when I got to 500. I just stopped, put it back in the envelope, closed the envelope, put the Went sandwich shopping. back the way I got it and just slid it to the side until the officer got there. Oh, I went shopping. Follow. There was some discussion of it, but she, her morals would not allow her to do it. I'm not a good human being. Following an invest, I'll say. Following an investigation, Jackson. <laughs> well, you brought it up. I'll remember, I know where you live. Could could you tell me? Because I'm having a hard time getting back here. Somewhere. That house ran is. You can't miss it. Following an investigation, Jackson police said the fast food chain's daily deposit had been placed in Joanne's bag by mistake. So it happens at more than one restaurant. That's weird to me. They put them in bags. Yeah, with, McDonald's. With, yeah. And now KFC. I mean, yep. KFC was always kind of, you know, like the hoary and torty of mm. restaurants. The, uh, well, I'd dress up to KFC. I'd put on my best cutouts. And exactly. Tire shoes. <laughs> German customs officials say a trail of slime. <laughs> <laughs> this is emanating from Congress. As. Oh, no, that's too easy. Sam, <laughs> still say either that or let's put them all in California and cut it off the end of the and then let, let it float. There you are. They could be their very own weird little country that would last about six weeks, 20 minutes before the cannibalism German, started. German customs officials say a cannibal. No, first cannibalism would be outlawed. Oh, yes. Then it would be seen as just another way to eat. Yep. And then it would be required. And be required. German it. customs officials say, and if you don't, if you do not, if you do not eat as a cannibal should, you will be dinner. It's that's the way of things. Not that that's some sort of weird analogy or anything. German customs officials say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost a hundred giant African land snails. Yeah, what? Were they no. a gang of snails that traveled together, roaming yeah. the streets? Had little cigarettes rolled up in there. They don't have sleeves. Where were they? <laughs> Oh, they also found other goodies hiding inside a Dusseldorf airport. Authorities say officials stumbled over one of these snails. Hmm. It's got to be huge. That's a big snail if you're going to. Well, if you hit that slime, I suppose. He was on a baggage truck. He doesn't say. I don't think he was driving. He okay. initially thought it was a toy until it started moving. Yeah, that'll 
be a little disconcerting for a minute. Started its little chirp. So he followed the trail led by the old eight-inch snail. They found a bag with a hole with another snail already peeping out of it, wondering eight where Fred inch was. snail? That's a pretty good-sized snail. That's a pretty good size. I'd yeah. trip over that. Well, they're called giant African land snails. Wow. They're not called tiny African land snails. They're called microscopic African land snails. They'd be much smaller. Yeah. In, a, in total, officials found six bags containing 93 giant snails, 28 kilograms. Of Were any of them meat. green? Had they been exposed to gamma radiation? Hulk snails. See, you know where I'm going with this. You have green ones, gray ones, red ones. Oh, this could be fantastic. Smart ones, dumb ones. Some who just want to smash. Smash. Snail smash. Of course, I don't know what you know an eight-inch snail can smash. Sugar cube. I suppose. Anyway, now where was I? Oh, all in all, when they finally got to the end of the rainbow, they found 93 giant snails, 28 kilos of fish, and smoked meat. For those of us in the U.S., 62 pounds. Thank you. Woof. And a suitcase full of rotting meat. Well, you got to love that. All had been imported from Nigeria and were destined for an African goods store in western Germany. Ah. They're smuggling. I didn't know this, but snails could be handed to an animal rescue service. The meat was, you guessed it, destroyed. Said a spokesman, Mike Walk, never in the history of the Dusseldorf Customs Office has a trail of, of slime led us to smuggled goods before. There's could, one voice could be heard in the background. Hogan! I know nothing. <laughs> nothing. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.